Hello, Photo Op listeners. Today's episode is a little bit more of bonus content, but I had a listener question come in, and if you are a visual learner, this might be a little bit easier for you on the YouTube channel, which I will put a link down below in the description. Otherwise, enjoy. Hey there, Internet. So today we are answering a listener question. Uh, this uh, was a little bit of a conversation that I had with somebody, but essentially the question came down to, um, how do I be profitable? <laughs> so they were specifically talking about how to be profitable at shooting at like a convention and doing portraits of people. So I want to talk about four different ways to be profitable. All of this is going to be a little bit numbers heavy, so I'll put those up here on the screen. But the first way is essentially just high volume. You can do headshots. Let's say your headshots only 50 bucks. Yes, I know headshots range from hundreds to several hundreds to thousands if you're people like Peter Hurley, but we're just going to start small. Let's say 50 bucks, 10 minute headshot session. You know, anyone who's a professional that needs a new headshot, it'll be a good deal for them. Um, so we're going to just make some base assumptions. Uh, I live in the Seattle Pacific Northwest area, so these might be obviously far different from you. So the first assumption that we're going to make is that your overhead is roughly $1,000 a month. So $12,000 a year, that is uh, your Adobe subscriptions, you know, getting new batteries because old ones die out, blah, 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 all the random stuff that you would have to pay for, whether you have a thousand clients or zero clients. Um, the next assumption we're going to make is that you want to make money. You want to make a livable salary. And we're just going to say for the instance of this video, that's $3,000 a month or $36,000 a year. So that means to be able to cover your overhead and be able to pay yourself a living wage for instances of this, uh, episode, we need to make $4,000 a month. Okay. So with that, let's take a look at our first instance of how to be profitable. So to do a headshot, if you do a $50 headshot, how many people would you have to shoot? That's 80 people. So if you can shoot 80 people a month, what does that come out to? 20 people a week. So you would have to shoot like four or five people a day. Now, you can obviously shoot like 30 people in a day and get this done in a couple of days. That's one way to do it. Um, but if you're only doing headshots and nothing else, you can reach that number by just doing a lot of them. So that is the first way to be profitable. We're going to step this up a little bit. Instead of $50, we're going to say $300. This is kind of the price range of, let's say, like an hour-long portrait shoot. Whether you're doing family portraits or band portraits, doesn't really matter. It's just something that is a little bit bigger, a little bit more involved than maybe a simple one-picture uh, photo shoot. So for a portrait session, with all of those same assumptions that we have earlier, if you need to make $4,000 a month... Then, uh, let's say that your portrait session is $300 for a portrait session. You would need to do approximately 14 of these a month. I rounded up so you don't make less money. <laughs> so, for 14 a month, that is three and a half a week. So, three to four a week. So, can you book three portrait sessions in a week? If you can, then you don't have to do anything else, but obviously you just have to do this week after week after week after week, right? 
All right, we're going to take this up another notch. One big ticket item that a lot of photographers do because they're like, yeah, there's money in it, which I might get into in a future episode of this. There's a lot less money in it than you think, at least for the amount of hours that you put in. Weddings. So let's take a look at weddings. So to get that $4,000, let's just say... You're pretty good at weddings, but you're, you know, trying to get into the market um, and you want to make sure that you fill up that calendar. So let's say that you price yourself at $2,000. I have a lot of uh, opinions about pricing yourself so low for how much work you're about to get into, but that is the topic for a different uh, video. So for $2,000, obviously you just need to do two weddings a month, right? So that is 24 weddings and you are profitable now. So you can see how no matter at any of these price tiers, yes, a headshot session might take you five minutes, but you have to get 80 people a month to agree to pay you for those five minutes. And a wedding is obviously so many more hours and so much more work, but if you can get two of those a month, you're you're still making it. You're you're still being profitable. So we're going to get into kind of more of an event style pricing since this is where the question actually came from, even though I feel like it's a little less applicable to at least most people, but we're going to make sure that we answer your question. Let's say that this is a type of thing where you have to pay to be a vendor. So we're just going to say that your overhead is $1,000 for the event, okay? How many hours of floor time is the event? When do the doors open and when does everyone get kicked out? Let's say it's a Saturday, Sunday, and there's about 10 hours of floor time each day just to make easy math for ourselves. Um, I actually do have kind of a more sophisticated, not necessarily an algorithm, just a I've been to enough conventions to know how these peaks and valleys throughout the day work. And um, what I did for myself is I essentially set up a spreadsheet where I had dead hours. That is an hour where the floor is open, but I have zero people come through. I have slow hours. uh, That is where people will be coming through at an average pace. And then I have peak hours. That is where I'm going to be at the, what is the absolute max capacity? Um, If you run at max capacity for all 10 hours, congratulations, that's amazing. Chances are that's probably not gonna happen. There's gonna be lunch breaks. There's gonna be late into the day. People are tired. They're gonna be early. They haven't gotten there yet. But We're just, for the sake of math, for this discussion, we're going to average all of that out. So if we have 10 hours a day of floor time, and it is Saturday, Sunday, we have 20 hours in which you have to make all of your money. So if you have 20 hours, you can do this two different ways. You can essentially figure out how much do I need to charge per person or how much do I need to make per hour. So If you have $1,000 overhead for the event and you want to make sure that you're profitable, you don't just want to work all weekend, make that $1,000 back, and then go home empty-handed. So we're going to say that you still want to get that $3,000. So our goal here is $4,000 in two days. Well, let's say you can do 10 people an hour on average for the whole event. That's another person every six minutes. So if you can keep that up for all 20 hours, you would have 200 people over the course of your two-day event, and you do a little bit of math, 4,000 divided by the 200, $20 a person. 
So now you have set the absolute floor for your price. So if you are um, either going slower, which means spending more than six minutes with a person who's coming through your convention, or if you are charging less than our base price, which in this case is $20, then you're going to have a rough time and it's not going to be profitable. You can take a look at the calculations that I did here and change them for you and your event. Is it a three-day event? A four-day event? Um, Is one of the days only six hours? One of the days only 10 hours? Have you done the event before that you have enough experience that maybe you can judge how many hours are going to be peak versus slow? And just for safety, when I'm doing my calculations, I like to take an hour off at the beginning and an hour off at the end, call those dead hours. So in this particular case, uh, instead of 20 hours, you'd actually have to recalculate all of those at 16 hours, which means you would have to bump up that price per person just a little bit. Those are four different ways in how you can be profitable as a photographer, doing high volume portraits, doing a slightly less high volume, more in-depth like families, bands, something like that, or shooting big, big events, whether that is weddings, whether that is commercial clients. Like if you have an advertising uh, client, um, that just means every two weeks you need to get a new client and make $2,000 off of that client job whatever kind it is. Weddings is kind of most accessible for most photographers. So that's why I use that as an example. So those are four different ways you can be profitable. Um, I do hope that you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for the question. Um, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode if you're listening to the podcast um, or if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, all that normal internet stuff. And I will see you next time. If you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo-op.show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative. As in om nom nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or download it. Because it's free.